And I, I feel like all because I chose not to go to college right now. It, okay, wait a minute. Let, let's stop that right now. That's a complete load of crap. Sugar on Twitter one day ago tweeted, I had sex for a whole hour and two minutes last night. And I, I... <laughs> all right, back in action, Dill. Yep, do you want to hit us with um. What you're seeing on your timeline right now, or should I go first? I, I'll start it off because I'm here to disappoint. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't find a lot that was really uh, revving me up or anything today. Okay, so let me break it down for you. Here's two, here's two that we can get into either of them. Uh, Elizabeth May stepped down as Green Party leader this morning. No one cares. No one cares. Second is the, which people have been talking about for a while, is the alcohol liquor store theft epidemic in Winnipeg right now. You want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. It's insane. It is. It's getting, um, it's it's becoming everyday, everyday news, everyday main news. Every single day I see something new about someone, don't be a hero and just let them walk out and this and that. And... Sunday evening, 9 o'clock, or maybe Saturday evening, I don't quite remember, Rebecca and I went to, Rebecca, my girlfriend, and I went to the LC at 9 o'clock, and they were bottle-locking every single bottle on the shelf. They had a cart, and it had six or seven boxes full of those bottle locks, like those things you put on top of the bottle. Is that with the glass, too? Yeah, yeah, with the glass, with the glass ones. That's not a terrible idea. Yeah, but it was the whole store. I was like, this is going to be pricey, and it's going to make a lot more work for those liquor store employees. Do you think the prices employees. will go up? Um, no, the prices shouldn't go up, because in reality, the liquor store can afford whatever, a couple thousand bottle locks. It's no skin off their back. They're a billion-dollar company. Yeah, but that's never stopped uh, a company from raising prices. Exactly. They'll do anything. it anyways. They'll do it anyways. I just I think about the poor schlubs that are working at the front counter that are going to, every time they fill up and stock a bottle, they're going to have to put a bottle lock on all of those new ones. And every time they ring a bottle through, they're going to have to take that bottle lock off. It just seems like a real nuisance. So how does the bottle lock work? I don't know. It was just a plastic piece, and it went over the top of the bottle. So imagine a glass beer bottle or Jack Daniels or Captain Morgan or whatever, and went over top of the spout. And on the side, it looked literally like a padlock. I don't really know how that works. But it seems effective because the only way you could get in there is by smashing the bottle, right? You can't chop off the top? I don't know. You can – glass is too thick. You can I wonder chop. if we have any criminals listening right now. I'm sure someone will write in. Maybe we could um, – <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
I'm sure someone could take the uh, their uh, father's hacksaw out the garage and, um, and cut the top off. Do you have a hacksaw in your garage growing up? I did. For sure. Yeah. I had all types of saws. Yeah, me too. That was kind of the... Uh, I actually remember... My dad had um, Teflon tape and a chalk line. No. Uh, on a string. He still what? has one in our basement. And I didn't know what either were or what, what they were meant for. But um, I would take the chalk line and totally pull it out all the way and get the blue dust <laughs> everywhere. Um, and Teflon tape, I actually never used Teflon tape until 2014 when I got my first job. I've never used it. What is so, it? It's... Um, it's meant to uh, go over the threads of piping or um, oh. just the threads of anything, and it uh, makes it watertight so it doesn't leak. Oh. So. I know what that is. Yeah, I just called it the plumber's a, tape. When you go to a, pardon? I just called it plumber's tape growing up. Yeah. I know t- what it is, though. T-tape, yeah. Yeah, Teflon yeah, yeah, yeah. tape, plumber's yeah. tape. But, uh, yeah, I tried to tape a hockey stick with it, and <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> that it's not sticky on either side. <laughs> And you take one slap shot and uh, the tape rips. <laughs> <laughs> Tapes everywhere, all over the ice. Yeah, I was a dumbass little kid. <laughs> no, but do you know what? I don't, this has been something we've talked about not only in, in class and also um, just every every day in the news. Um, some people were thinking of, um, what did somebody say on the timeline the other day in from our class, actually? Michaela, she said she wanted to do... Uh, Putting empty bottles in the front part of the shelves uh-huh. or just stocking the entire store with empty bottles. There's no product in there. And then when you bring that empty bottle up to the counter and the cashier would reach behind them like cigarettes and would grab and replace that bottle for uh-huh. you. And James it, James shot that down quick on, on Twitter. It just doesn't seem realistic. There's a whole store full of alcohol. They can't – like you could maybe do it at a small place, but – not with well, apparently there's no room in the back. Yeah, not with hundreds of types of liquors. I'm sure you could figure it out, but um, I also liked. Was it Emily? Maybe that put out a a tweet that said, um, "ID everybody as they enter." I get ID'd when I enter. And uh, no, you get ID'd when you leave. I get ID'd when I when I enter and when I leave. Okay, well she. I I think it was her. I, if it mm-hmm. wasn't, it uh, doesn't matter. Um, Somebody said like a club. Yeah, I guess to get so. in, scan yeah. your ID to get in, scan your ID to get out. That's a good point. Um, I live in a yeah, but my I feel like my liquor store just gets robbed a lot. I, I live on the one Dominion Center. It's like off Main Street there, off the Main Street Bridge in Saint B. Okay. Anyways, that's kind of a sketchy area, so I think that's why I get ID'd. Well, I've never been ID'd to get in, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's an ongoing problem, and I'm um, and I actually saw something that said um, in the news somebody uh, made a I think it was Global or CBC or something. They said mental health might have something to do with all the. It's like yes, obviously, yeah, obviously addiction and mental health. It's a bigger conversation than just the liquor store, though. I don't know if that conversation adding that to the conversation has anything to do with. I don't think it leads to a solution. Stopping the, uh, yeah, leading to a solution. Yeah. I don't know. I I think the ID situation could work, but if they're going to bottle lock every single bottle that they put on display, go ahead, or they could start putting everything in glass cases like they do with the Ciroc and the Hennessy and the uh, mm-hmm. and the uh, hip-hop varieties of alcohol. <laughs> 
Diddy, all your all your vodka is being stolen, Diddy. Shout out to Diddy. Fiftieth okay. birthday. Today? Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. It's on my feed. No way. Yeah, I think so. Damn. Don't fact check me, but I think it's fifty. Fiftieth birthday for Diddy. Is that what he likes to be called now, Diddy? Or is it okay? So it was Pup, Puff Daddy, Puff Daddy, Puff. I don't know about that. Puff Daddy, P Diddy, P Diddy, Diddy, Diddy. Wasn't it Puff at one point? What's that about? Why is he changing his name? Just more money, more problems. I understand. That makes sense. They'd rather see him die than to see him fly. (laughs) Diddy! (laughs) Great song, by the way. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Stephen Leachy. Off of, uh, he is the Ontario Education Minister. Here he is. Give it to me, Steve. The objective of the cell phone restrictions is about really changing the culture in classrooms. I think there's a recognition overwhelmingly from parents and educators alike, and even some honest students who will tell you that technology can be and should be embraced as a generational public servant. I think technological fluidity is actually critical in the marketplace. So we're embracing technology, but it's got to be for scholastic achievement. It's got to be for academic purpose, and it must be instruction-based. Must be instruction-based. So basically... What Steve Leachy, Ontario, uh, and I don't know if that's how you say his name, um, Minister of Education, mm-hmm. it's implemented today. You cannot use your cell phone in class for any reason unless it is educationally based off of when the teacher says so. Wasn't that always the rule? I think so. Right? <laughs> Did something change in the... I've only been out of high school for three years. Uh-huh. That's not that long. Did something change? You weren't allowed to have your phone out when the teacher was talking or even when you were doing assignments or something. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so maybe it's it's a little uh, confusing. But I think that the thing is obviously um, everything nowadays is interactive. Everything is on a smartphone, tablet, laptop. Um, it does have its educational values. Um, I just think it's it's – bullshit for a lot of kids to have a, a phone in the uh, in the classroom. It, it is very distracting. I wonder if they're putting it in a certain area of the classroom or in a lockbox or something. When I was 16, I would not be able to control myself to put my phone away during class. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I... Yeah, so I think those kids almost should be putting their phones away. But uh, now that we're in college and we're adults, I can... Uh, refrain from peeking at my phone during class well and you know i think in um we got big laptops in front of us and nobody opens it up unless the the teacher wants us to open it up yeah also with cell phones if you if you're looking down and uh checking out your cell phone real quick teachers don't have a problem with that right it would be i think you could sit on your cell phone and and do whatever you want and teachers in college wouldn't say shit it's your education it's your payment that you're as long as you're not distracting others in the class they don't really give a shit yeah Um, yes. I remember, though, I got my cell phone taken away in grade nine. And this is the gray lines that could um, really get a hormonal 15-year-old very angry. You know, where um, I was on a power trip. Um, we had outdoor gym class. Oh, yeah. And it was the last class of the day. We actually walked to... It was either the bowling alley or Quarry Park in Stonewall. Shout out to Stonewall. 
And yeah, shout out to Stonewall. <laughs> shout out to Stonewall Jets, 2015-2016 league champs. <laughs> what a do, baby. Playoff MVP over here. Goaltender of the year over here. I just read your resume. That's true. Shitting with royalty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did put it in my, uh, I did put that in my resume. It was, (laughs) 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 can you imagine going to an office job (laughs) in 2030? 2030? In 2030? And you're the 2015-2016 Playoff MVP of the MMJHL. <laughs> oh my god, you're setting the bar low for yourself. 2030, that's a lot. No, I'm talking about when I get my third job. <laughs> I hope it doesn't resort to that. Yeah, well, we'll probably both be famous by then. We won't have to worry about it. If this podcast takes us anywhere. Yep. Good deal hunting. <laughs> You're listening to Good Deal Hunting <laughs> right now in your ear holes. What um, are we talking about? Cell phones. Okay. So anyway, um, we're walking back. To, after walking across the whole town and walking all the way back, we're about 20 feet in front of the school. Mm-hmm. I pop out my cell phone, which was probably some sort of LG rumor contraption. Oh, yeah. Keyboard? Yeah, yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, check the time. I literally pull it out of my pocket. And just check the time. My teacher sees, and he says, "Give me that phone." And I just had a big argument with him. I said, "I'm not giving you uh, my phone." I was literally just checking the time. Yeah. He said, "Well, then you're gonna have to go to the office." And I said, <sighs> "Let's go to the office." <laughs> I was so damn confident. Well, yeah. That I was gonna win this. I go to the office, uh, sit down. My uh, principal. Mr. Castles, we had a, a pretty good relationship throughout high school. Um, not sexual. <laughs> it's not what I was laughing at. <laughs> I did not have sex with my principal. With that woman. Oh, with, I'm sorry. That's it okay. was a man, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely didn't. Um, not that it would be wrong if I... Well, yes, it would be wrong. <laughs> it still be wrong. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we talk about it for probably five minutes, and I'm like, do you know what? This is ridiculous. Like, I pull up my phone. I check the time. We're walking into school. We're outside, and I'm like, fuck yeah. I got this in the bag. This teacher has it out for me. What a dick. Um, and he's agreeing with me the whole time. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I got this in the bag. And the reason why I definitely didn't want my cell phone taken away is because um, your parents have to come to the school and collect it. Uh-huh. Um, and at the end of the conversation, Mr. Castle said, all right, so I'm going to need your phone. And I just, oh my God. So even though I was right and it was a bad situation, he still had to take the teacher's side and take my cell phone. Uh, but, uh, and the, the teacher that took the cell phone away from me, um, great guy. I I really like him. We, we became good pals throughout high school, especially in grade 12. Uh, Mr. Greaves. Uh, very great gym teacher. I think he was mad at me in grade nine because early on in grade nine, new student, brand new gym. Yeah. And I shot an arrow through the brand new window. 
Uh, no, what? In the gym, yeah. <laughs> they let you play. They let you do archery indoors. Yeah. Uh, it's not your fault. They, no, it was. <laughs> <laughs> There's okay. a big curtain. Right. There's a big curtain that they pull. Yeah. Arrowproof curtain. Yeah, arrowproof, huh? Um, aerodynamic. <laughs> um, streamlined. Um, but yeah, aircraft uh, grade. Um, <laughs> Aircraft grade curtain, <laughs> and I tried to, I tried to lob an arrow into <laughs> into a target. You know the game Archer, yeah, or whatever it's called. Yeah, the one they played in Grown Ups in that scene. Yeah, I yeah. tried to um, lob an arrow, do a big arc like the St. Louis arc of <laughs> of arrow shots into the target, and. Gravity doesn't work that way, Newton. <laughs> it went straight into the brand new gym window. How did it go in the window? It got, and the only reason why I got caught is because it stayed stuck in the curtain in front of the window. <laughs> so there was just, just an arrow sitting in the window. So needless to say, I got banned from archery until grade 12. Yep. <laughs> That was four years of no archery. <laughs> wow. That's a strict punishment. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I actually had to sit and do homework when, for the next three years. What? When, when, uh, when the class was doing archery. <laughs> no. Yeah. No way. I never picked up another bow and arrow until grade 12. <laughs> so I think that's serious. why he had... Um, the chip on his shoulder. Yeah, that's why yeah. he went so hard on me. Which he is totally... Um, I see it now. I actually saw it when I was probably 19 or even in grade 12. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no shit. I would have tried everything to fuck with me too. <laughs> Brand- the gym was closed for two years when they did renovations. My oh, brother didn't have a gym in high school. This is a big deal. This is a yeah, big deal. Stonewall. Yeah, I guess so. Building a gym in Stonewall is like fixing a pothole in Winnipeg. <laughs> it takes four years. It takes a long time. At least. So, yeah, but that was my cell phone experience. But um, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Get off your cell phone. Yeah, we we weren't allowed to have our cell phones during class. Educate yourself. That's right. Listen to your teachers. Eat your vegetables. And don't have sex with your principals. Not, not until at least you're 17. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the lamb sauce? Come on, man. What you got, Dill? Um, I only have one more after this, so you're gonna have to keep. That's you're, fine. You're gonna have to carry this. What do you see on your timeline? <sighs> okay, this is gonna be a controversial topic. Are you ready for it? Damn, I like controversial topics. Okay, <laughs> Halloween candy. Halloween has just passed. We're in that season. It's November now. It's November the 3rd or 4th. Fourth. It's November the 4th to be exact. Halloween's passed. We may have some leftover Halloween candy kicking around. And the boxes of candy are on sale right now. So you okay. go to Superstore. They're pretty cheap. Do you pick up the Arrow Coffee Crisp Kit Kat Smarties box? Or do you pick up the Caramel Crispy Crunch, Mr. Big, Wonder Bar Box. This is actually a very funny topic. Why? Um, I have both in my freezer at home. 
<laughs> in your freezer. Yeah. You like your chocolate cold? No, I don't. My dad puts everything in the freezer. That's weird. I like my chocolate cold. There's bricks. There's full bricks of cheese just chilling in the freezer. <laughs> I fucking hate my dad when he does shit like that. <laughs> fucking can't oh stand God. it. Um, I got I got a pretty dank freezer. I I have to say, if I was younger. My freezer never looked like this, but no. since living with my dad, the, the freezer looks really good. I think we only had 20, 22 or 23 kids Halloween night, and I think uh, my dad and his girlfriend bought probably four or five of those boxes, boxes and Fuck. there's like, what is it, 15 bars in each or something? something like that. So the, uh, the caramel crunchy... Um, Wonder Bar, Mr. Big, Mr. Big yeah. uh, box is long gone. Yeah, do you prefer that box? Fuck yeah! Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. See, I like the caramels. Uh-uh. I'm not a fan of the other three. I could eat car- I could eat all those caramels in one sitting. I don't give a fuck. But the, You're not the, a fan of what? I'm not a fan of the uh, crispy crunch Mr. Big Wonder Bar. What? Yeah, I know. Wonder Bar is wonderfully delicious. I've done, I, no, not a fan. And not the texture is awesome in your mouth. I've never. It has like a. Is um, it chewy? It has like an eighty grit um, to it. <laughs> I like. I do like. Okay. No, but the Maybe. Arrow Coffee Crisp Kit Kat, like you could binge on those arrows and Kit Kats all day long. I eat a Kit Kat like a oh. like a rabbit eats a carrot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just like that. Start from one end. Yeah, and I <laughs> until it's gone. I ate um, a Smarties, an Arrow, and a what else was in the uh... Coffee Crisp? What what else? Kit Kat. I ate a Kit Kat, <laughs> Arrow, <laughs> and box of Smarties in bed last night. Just one. <laughs> Just no. one Kit Kat, one Arrow, and one box of Smarties? Yeah, all three. The the small ones? No, the, <laughs> the, the real size ones. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're going to see the small ones, I was like, yeah, it's no big deal, man. That's nothing. No, it's like... big bars. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, wait, so is your dad buying the mini bars, or is he buying full-size bars? No, I, I scurry over to it. <laughs> <laughs> I get up naked in bed. <laughs> In, <laughs> at like 12 o'clock at night and I scurry on down to the freezer <laughs> creak it open <laughs> I, and then I go right into the box <laughs> and I take out three bars and my girlfriend and me are like yes <laughs> and the rapper you're in bed all quiet it's like <laughs> and just eat it just devour that yeah. Um, oh my well, we God. touched base on this uh, in one of our uh, one of our pre-recordings of. Uh, yeah, you, I eat a lot of shit in bed. You love to eat in bed. What's that about? I just like to watch the TV. You have TV in your bedroom. Yeah. Oh. I never did growing up. Yeah. Now you're like you're all about it now because yeah, you do I, now. My dad bought Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it full. I guess I am a fucking bad son. Why? Well, I'm making it sound like my dad bought Netflix. <laughs> my dad got chocolate bars. But I hate my dad for fucking keeping bricks of cheese in the freezer. 
Shout out to dad. I got a ton of loaves of bread too in the freezer. Everybody does. Everybody's going. Yeah. I don't. I don't have loaves of bread in the freezer, but and most people. See, do. I have two. I have two separate lives. I have a Stonewall life. <laughs> yeah. And I have a Winnipeg life. Yeah. Stonewall life with my mom. Yeah. We did food differently. Yeah. And my dad's, it's it's more of a free for all. That's probably why I've gained forty pounds since uh, oh. living in Sto- in Winnipeg. Freshman fifteen. Freshman forty, baby. Freshman forty. But yeah, I'm a sucker for chocolate bars. I've, I, do you know what that dopamine sensor in my head? Yeah, yeah. Just takes a huge. The same way that I, sometimes I want to party and mm-hmm. and get drunk on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Is the same feeling feel that I get with food. Yeah. Hey. And I eat it, and then I, I feel, love, and then I feel bad after. I I love chocolate. Chocolate's my weakness always. Like my girlfriend Rebecca likes sour and gummies and like those kind of things. But love it. I love those too. But like chocolate's so much better. I don't know if somebody's gonna put a chocolate bar in front of me in bed and put a bag of <laughs> sour patch kids in nope. front of me. Nobody's just, offering that. I my girlfriend does. <laughs> Fatten you up. <laughs> she likes me portly. <laughs> oh my god! I loved. I loved the feeling of cutting up my mouth on <laughs> sour patch kids. Sour. Okay, the sour cherry blossoms did that to me. Hate them. What? I don't want them. No, they're not. Um, they're too chewy. You're lying. I like them hard. No. Yeah. <laughs> No, but the Sour Patch gets to get, like, they don't even get hard good. They just get stale. Yeah, that's but even You better. like them stale? A little bit. Oh, my God. And they're cheaper at 7-Eleven. That's a good point. That's a good point. But Fuzzy yeah. peaches. Do you know what? I just eat like a, like a meathead in bed. <clears throat> yeah, since I moved out on my own, I think I've actually lost weight because when you have to grocery shop for yourself. Wouldn't it be nice if you were dealing <laughs> Wouldn't your life? It would be so what, good. What are you talking about? I, no one buys I my lost, groceries. I lost weight since <laughs> moving. That's not what I was talking about. Wouldn't it be nice if... <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if Hunter didn't like candy? <laughs> and suddenly, to my surprise... He did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. Moving on. Moving on. All right. McDonald's CEO steps down after a consensual relationship with an employee. In a CBC article that I read on my timeline, University of Richmond law professor Carl Tobias thinks it might have to do with the Me Too era. Hmm. Now, what kind of employee are we talking about here? Well, this is what I'm hoping. <laughs> Please elaborate. And by the way, this this, this is not a, a, a factual podcast. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. Um, we're here to have some fun. I think that the Fry Girl, go ahead and get your CEO on. That's what, okay. That's where my mind went too. I went to the McDonald's, the behind the counter at McDonald's. That's what I thought. I thought Fry Girl. Even if it isn't, I'm just saying it is. I'm hoping that it was. That girl, salting the fries, worked her way up and copped a CEO. That's pretty good. She must got that that fire. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, it gets, you know, like, but let me set the scene for you. It gets, like, you're, you're in the back. It's busy. 12 o'clock, lunch rush. CEO pops in and see how everyone's doing right now. That's, thank you. Here I am. It's hot. The fries are just coming out of the fryer. And then I take a pinch of salt and I just throw it right across. Ooh, salt bay it. See, and the CEO walks in and loses his mind. Imagine a CEO of McDonald's being in a McDonald's. There's. Do you think he ever steps foot in McDonald's? Fuck no. No, never. Do you think he eats McDonald's? No. Donald Trump's favorite food is McDonald's. I love that when a sports team or like he's having some sort of big meeting in the White House and he just has fast food. <laughs> I find insane. that absolutely amazing. It's insane. People get upset about it. I really like it. Remember? Super you... practical. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Why not? Because it's fast food and they're professional athletes. Get them Do you think a linebacker is eating anything other than no, fast but food? But he's eating spaghetti and like carbs and like. I don't know, man. Those college athletes to put on weight. And college is that's a good point. College is and, a good point. And the big boys, the big boys are strictly eating shit. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, give me a maybe you're right. And Remember, I bet it's hot and fresh. Yeah, I bet it's the hottest McDonald's it's probably, I've ever had um, in my entire life. It's probably droned in. <laughs> To the White House. <laughs> Do you remember in 2010 when the Canadian Oli- Canadian Olympians, all the athletes were sponsored by McDonald's and everyone was mad about that? No. You don't remember that? No. I love the, the 2010 Olympics. I don't know why. They really burned into my memory from a kid. Vancouver. Yeah. They were awesome. Did you um, – we got to miss the – we actually scheduled – had a hockey practice yeah. scheduled. And – we were the only people on the ice that day, and um, we postponed our ice until the overtime was over. Yeah, to watch the gold medal game. Yeah, and then yeah, as this... soon as Crosby scored, we all just went to the rink and uh, had a hockey practice. That's as Canadian as it gets. That is as Canadian as it gets. That was a fucking – I like, the nation exploded when he got that goal. Yes, Sidney Crosby is still the GOAT. He is the goat. Is he the goat anymore? Yes. I don't follow hockey. Is he still good? Of course. He's good. Yeah. When's the last time they won a Stanley Cup? Two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah, they won oh, two in a row. Fuck. I'm they won in two thousand nine. No. Then they won in yeah two thousand nine. Okay, two thousand nine. So Crosby yep. was miraculous. Yeah, I was living before in Churchill he first got in two thousand nine. Yeah. Because he won the gold medal, and then he won the Stanley or no, he won the Stanley Cup. Then he won the gold medal. Yep. Then he got his first series of concussions. Mm-hmm. But after um, – he's been solid again for another three years. Um, they they put McDavid up by him now. They usually put McDavid number one and put Crosby – I think Crosby dropped to number three in hockey news rankings. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think it's just to get the uh, the newer generation in because nobody – even though if Crosby's um, skating has – gone down he's not as quick um nobody reads the ice like him not even a mcdavid i would say and no one plays a uh defensive game like him um and i would take him on my team before i would take anyone yeah where's where's mcdavid edmonton yeah and so is uh dry sidle no guy starts with an e another world junior guy 
Oh, yeah, like he was a young guy back in the day. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is on. No, uh, it starts with an E. Eaglers? No. No, Eaglers is Winnipeg. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm thinking. No, I don't know. I don't know either. Edmonton has all the young, has all the straight out of the world junior guys, hey? Well, they did. They they had a bunch of first round picks. Mm hmm. And they still sucked. Yeah. And they had a lot of busts. Um, Eberly. Eberly! That's who it is. That's yeah. who it is. Thank um, God I'm a hockey guy. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I hope that they win another Stanley Cup then. Because I, I miss the era of, like, Crosby being the biggest thing in the world. Well, they um, last year was the first year they didn't win a Stanley Cup in three years. Oh, really? Yeah, because they They're won. They're that consistent. They won two years in a row. Shut the fuck up. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy. Uh, but uh, back to McDonald's, man. <laughs> You could get some. You could get some better girls than um, a, a burger flipper than a fry girl, Mister CEO. Yeah, maybe that's what he wants, though. That's true. He's a dirty CEO. That's right. Maybe that's why he got kicked Works out. At McDonald's. He's greasy. Yeah. Yeah. The way I like him. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. Moving on, Dale. Moving on. I'm done with this McDonald's topic. I got nothing left. You keep going. I'll, that's I'll fine. For that's some more. great. Do you know what? I actually um, keep it in line with our um, hockey. Uh-huh. This is weird that uh, Good Dale Hunting turned into a hockey podcast. Yeah, I don't know what happened here. That's wonderful, though. That's right up my alley. Not mine. Playoff MVP 2016. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a shocking moment on the weekend between um, between uh, David Backus of the Boston Bruins and Scott Sabrin of the Ottawa Senators. So what happened is um, Scott Sabrin went to hit David Backus close to the boards. Um, Sabrin did connect with him, but his head actually smacked into um, David Backus's face. And um, his head yes, hit another guy's face. Sorry, I'm just uh, dealing with – I thought I muted this shit. I thought I did too, but mine buzzed as well. All right. So – Scott Sabrin went to go hit David Backus. Yep. He hit him, uh-huh. but his face hit David Backus's face. It made Scott Sk- Sabrin get knocked out, <laughs> and Scott Sabrin <laughs> fell to the ice and smashed his face right into the ice. Knocked the fuck out. Uh, blood everywhere. Um, David Backus actually started crying. Um, all the players came off the benches and kneeled around him. He was stretchered out. Um, he is fine, apparently. He was moving all his extremities, so no broken neck or anything, but a very, um, graphic and scary moment in the NHL. Um, these guys are on knives going sometimes up to 50 kilometers skating, which is absolutely nuts to think about. Um, and you know, it's just surprising a lot of things don't go wrong like that. Way more often. Yeah. There hasn't been a neck slit in a few years. or A few uh, years? It happens that often? There was um, there was an uh, an epidemic. There was an epidemic a few years ago. Um, we all know Clint Malarchuk, the video of the goaltender getting his jugular slit. Yeah. Um, I, even I've seen that. Richard Zednak got a, got a jugular cut. Um, but no, it's not a common occurrence at all. It's very rare. But... Um, oh. This is what Don Cherry 
had to. Uh, he was trending. Yes, this is, is this why. Yes, this is what Don Cherry had to uh, say about the incident. I love Don. I don't know if you will. <laughs> All right, we're going through the hip. Yeah, Sackerson Severn. Yeah, watch this here. He, he runs down it. I, what happens is the visor hits the helmet. That's what I think happened. And uh, his leg was shaking. Boy, when you see the leg shaking. And there he is, Severn. Too bad. Eight, five years in the minors. He finally makes it. He gets whacked. He just got knocked out, that's all. Moving all his extremities, uh, responsive, so... Uh, is what? Yeah, well, we were worried. It was a scary moment. what? You know, extremities, that was a report that we got along with keep you posted. All right. But good luck to Scott. <laughs> uh, let's go to the toy crew. It's just very awkward. He's he's laughing at the end. He, he doesn't seem to be taking it... Yeah, uh, he just blew it off. ...very seriously at all. Now, this... this just is whack! Just got knocked out, that's all. I love Don Cherry. Me too. I'm a huge Don Cherry fan. Love him. I hate everyone that hates Don Cherry. I, I think, think he's it, needed. I think he's needed as well. He brings he brings such color to the game. <laughs> uh, and, you know, he's not wrong most of the time, which is a hard thing to do when all you do is talk hockey. Yeah. Um, but he's wrong on this. <laughs> and Ron McClain sitting beside him is like... He's like, geez. He's like, geez, Louise. I, I, I don't know why he. I know why he took that stance. It's, a, it, it is a knockout. Don, we knew it was just a knockout by then, but when people want your neck in the industry, show some compassion. Yeah. Because yeah. then you're just gonna ex- blow up on Twitter. Don Cherry is trending. Mm-hmm. Um, it just proves all the. Uh, Millennial and Gen Z hockey fans that hate him. Do do a lot of young people hate him? Yeah. Really? Twitter hates him. I think he's a, like, last podcast we talked about baby boomers and everything, and he's obviously, like, in that demographic. If not, that's probably his generation. He's probably a baby boomer. Um, Maybe older even. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. I don't think so. But he, like, he's got a hard and fast stance on things, but in a good way. Like, everything's a little black and white with the way he talks and thinks and portrays himself. But, like, sometimes it's just fucking nice like that when he's like, yeah, this is bullshit. Or, yeah, this is, like, not right. Or, yeah, this is right. Or whatever. I like black and white people, honestly. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I fucking hate fence sitters. Yeah. It's annoying. Yep. It's virtue signaling. It's catering. Yep. It's... It's all the bad words you don't that, be... that people say they don't like. But um, I, I would rather have Don Cherry make a stance that I disagree with than to say it's somewhere in the middle. That's a good On point. this one, it's very blatant that it's just wrong and he should have taken it more serious. But um, I like Don Cherry. Yeah, but whatever. he's been wrong before, I'm sure. Everyone's been wrong before. Exactly. Like, whatever. Who cares? I've probably been wrong four times he's, this podcast. I would guarantee it. He's been on the, he's been on the like, TV for how many years? He's been doing this broadcast for how long? He's going to fuck up sometimes. At least since the late 70s, early 80s, yeah, Don Terry's been on TV. Could you imagine? That's insane. Well, Dale, we're uh, coming into a close. As you said earlier, with your Halloween, uh, Halloween candy, Halloween has came, has come, has came. Halloween came has came, came and gone. Halloween has come to a past. Did you see any celebrity costumes you liked? Uh no. I was handing out, I was handing out candy to little kids on your kids. timeline. 
Oh, on my oh shit! That's what this podcast is about, isn't it? <laughs> um, Wait, celebrities came to your house? No, no celebrities came to my house. I was very disappointed. Oh, um, okay. I saw Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> what was he? <laughs> Paul Rudd went as right here. His he has a I guess he has a daughter. I don't know. His daughter went as the Wasp from Ant Man and the Wasp, and he went as Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> And he didn't even dress up as Ant-Man with his own kid. Why would he go as Ant-Man? Because that's the, that's what he plays in the movies. He's Ant-Man. I don't fall. <laughs> in the Marvel movies, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Paul Rudd is Ant-Man. And his kid, the Wasp, his, is a girl-like sidekick of his. And in the his kid, his daughter, went as the Wasp, and he didn't go as Ant-Man. I knew Paul Rudd was in Ant-Man. <laughs> Well, you know the podcast loves Paul Rudd. We love Paul Rudd. There's someone knocking at our podcast door. What are we gonna do? Do you know what? Let's let's take who are who is it? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna check. No, I think they left. Try it. Come on in. Hunter's at the door. Hi. Hey. We're potty. Yeah, we. Are you scheduled? Yeah, we're both here for. Can we wrap up in five minutes? Is that fine? Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No more than five, though, because yeah. we have quite a few stuff. Yeah, thank you. Oh, boy. That was a hard stance. Yeah, that was a hard stance. No more than five, Hunter. Rosanna from section, section, I don't know. She, she wasn't buying that at all. No more than five. No more than five minutes. Celebrity costumes. Go. I really like the the West family. What are they? Oh yes, but they she, they had like five. They had five. I saw them go as the Flintstones. They went as the Flintstones. Yeah. Um, Kanye went as uh, what's his name, Dino. Yeah, that was very funny. She went as what's her name, Fred's wife. Why didn't he go as Fred Flintstone? Because um, Kim said on Twitter, um, "Yes, I follow uh, Kim on Twitter." <laughs> Duh. You gotta keep up to date with everything, um, and that is the only reason. Um, Kanye only likes to wear costumes with masks. That's uh, kinky. I know. <laughs> I don't like that Kanye, and he's a man of God now. He is a man of faith. <laughs> Jesus is king. But did you see that the kid was photoshopped in? Yeah, with no toes. Did, what was that? Well, obviously that he was being a little brat and uh, having a tantrum. I know, but the Photoshop job was horrible. It was. You would expect it. <laughs> the Kardashians. I, I bet Kim did it on her own. You think so? Yeah, for sure. No, she would lie about that. Why would she lie about she that? She didn't lie. She said her, her their photographer did it. Oh, did she? Yeah. Well, he probably did. Jesus Christ, it was bad. There'd be no reason to lie about that. That's I know, but like, they're the Kardashians. They could have afforded the best photographer in the world. Yeah, they Photoshop everything else. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But Kanye also had that awesome uh, worm bug man costume. I don't know what the hell he was. I thought that was from last year. No, that was from this year, too. Jesus Christ. What's with celebrities? Celebrities love to go out like four or five times on Halloween, hey? Fuck. Kylie was a Playboy bunny, a, a mermaid, a mm-hmm. Ariel, um, uh, another ge- Disney princess. It's very generic for Kylie. I'm a little disappointed. Well, she's our she's our generic women nowadays. I guess so. She is a generic white girl. Damn, why you bring race into it? I don't know. 
I'm just grumpy about the whole five minutes thing. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. I never saw a booking on the door. Uh, I think it's a lie. And who who would be here at uh, 5.06 p.m.? Go home. 5.06. We're doing it because we're very... Um, we're Pro- very... Um, proactive. No, what's what's the word? Illustrious potters. Um, not illustrious. Sure. We are very... Um, Passionate. We're very passionate That's potters. Right. We love our work. Passionate potter. <laughs> passionate potters. Yes, we love our work. Well, do you know what? Um, I think that's going to wrap up uh, episode two of Good Dill Hunting Podcast. That's right. Um, nothing else to uh, report on right now. No um, celebrity passings or um, anything like that, which is always a good thing. That's good. Um so, do you know what? We are going to end it right here. Have a good time, Dill. Thanks, Hundo. See you later, buddy. You know, this is the end of an era, but it could be the beginning. It could. Well, why stop now? That's what I'm saying. Peace. Bye. And I, I feel like all because I chose not to go to college right now. It- okay, wait a minute. Let, let's stop that right now. That's a complete load of crap. Again? Ah, that Roman incorrigible.